Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show, and I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. Yep, Chatham, that's what you do. Tuesdays, Super Tuesdays, that's what we do every Tuesday right here on WKBY 1080 AM out of Chatham, Virginia. Man, I'm, I'm really excited about today. We talk about doom and gloom everywhere. We talk about this crazy, uh, what is this, COVID-28,005, but... Anyway, it makes us think. It makes us think about some stuff that we really shouldn't think about, and some of us just kind of go crazy. For me, I know I kind of got a little bit, uh, a little nervous today, a little freaked out, a little cabin fever. I was a little tired. I had to get outside and spend a little time, and I had to really reflect on what in the world was going on. So I had to bring in some dudes, some some guys that I respect, and even in some cases, I have a guy here that I really don't know. So I just have to kind of get them and get them to talk and see where they are too. And we're going to talk about this thing, COVID-19, and see what we as fathers are doing. In studio with me right now, I have Nate Webb, and Nate, maybe maybe we may even talk and share with the people how we know each other, but maybe we do that a little bit later in the show. How are you keeping yourself and your thoughts quarantined during this whole time, man? So yeah, man, the fear, the fear is real. I mean, especially being a small business owner, um, a father to a you know 12-year-old you know, going on 20, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's tough, but the best thing I've, you know, the best thing I'm able to do for myself is just try to keep, try to keep a mental schedule. Um, a physical schedule is hard. I mean, you're in the house, yeah. you can't go anywhere. Um, you know, being a small, like I said, I'm a trainer, so I'm not seeing nearly the amount of clients I used to see in business is down about 75%. Oof. Um, just because, you know, people got to stay home. I train some elderly people and, uh, you know, they got to stay home and be healthy. And that's and health is right now is everyone's should be everyone's first and foremost concern. Um, the health is just not just of, of everyone, you know, everyone's well-being because yeah. it may not, you know, affect you, but it may affect other people. And as long as this keeps going on, it's going to eventually hit you some way, if not physically, but financially or, you know, you know, who knows? Yeah. So the best thing we can do is just try to keep or for myself. Is just keep a mental schedule. Um, still do the things that I do throughout the day, um, and try not to watch less TV as I can. <laughs> you don't watch TV, man. Come on, now. you look like a soap opera kind of dude. <laughs> Golden Girls back in the day. Ah, but, that's know. what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean it's just because the mixed messages, the you know the TV. Like I said, it's not you know good or bad media. It's just yeah. too much media. You know, it's too much. Too much of anything is a bad thing sometimes. So but how do you? But how do you keep that? Because you got you got a daughter, yes, right, and so you're you're trying to manage what you're doing. You're on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Are you keeping her on a schedule too? I mean, how does that work? Out? Well, see, actually, it was really hard for her um, at first because she was such a schedule oriented kid from school to homework, sure. soccer practice to field hockey practice to sure. dinner to bedtime. You know, and um, now that was all wiped away instantly. And so at first, it was a little. You know, I were to lay in the pajamas until, you know, basically all day, you yeah. know, wake up and want it. But then that's not productive. That's not, regardless of what's going on in the world, that's not a good way to live. You yeah. know, that doesn't motivate, that doesn't motivate. That's not good behavior. Sure. And so, you know, we got back on some things and maybe some things that I used to let her slack on, you know, chores, whatever. She's on them now. Yeah. Um, so you get, you know, you're right now, you're their parent, you're their teacher, you're their soccer coach. Yeah. You know, you're everything because they can't see all those people. Um, and so, you know, is it a lot to ask? No, because we're their parents. It's what we should do. Yeah. But it's different. Is it is it tougher now for you? Because I know for me, it's kind of weirded out. Because like you said, I let the first kind of week kind of go. Mm-hmm. Because I think maybe we all kind of need it. 
mm-hmm. little break and not really sure mm-hmm. what's going on. And I kind of needed everybody to kind of relax through and mm-hmm. I couldn't be as rigid. And I think you and I did the same thing where this week I'm like, okay, we got to get back to stop staying yeah. up to like four or five o'clock in the Absolutely. morning. Um, is it a little bit? I mean, because like I said, you're, you're now creating, I mean, maybe it's a little easier for me because I'm a trainer. I'm used to creating schedules. I'm used to creating routines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're now creating it for not just yourself, but your child. And then, like I said, it, it's just different. You're you're doing things. You're you're stepping into roles. You know, you like I said, while you're still trying to manage your business, so now you got to also make sure your your kid is on top and getting yeah. on her online homework. She's yeah. logging in, and yeah. you know, even if you got a self starter, you know, a kid that's a go getter. You know, I'm sure. lucky to have one of those, but still, I mean, they're still kids. And what about her soccer? Are you still able to kind of get her to kind of go out and? Kick She's and- still practicing, man. But now they're closing fields. Yeah, I mean, they're closing field. You you know where we live. I mean, we used to go down. You know, across the street, yeah. kick the soccer ball. We yeah. can't. They they locked it up. Yep. Yep. So now, I mean, you don't you know juggle the ball in the house so much, kick the ball in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's the level you pay all this money um, to these competitive sports teams, regardless sure. of what your kid plays, and most of them plays to get better in the level of competition. Sure. Well, you know, unless you know she's about to start going one on one with dad in the house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's only it's almost so what you can do. Sure. Um, and so I think depending on your child, whether if they're an extrovert or introvert, it's tougher for some children. Yeah. Just like it's tough for some adults. I know sure. some adults have been training for this for their whole lives. Yeah. You know, not yeah. much to change for them. Sure. You know? Sure. Sure. Um, but for some people that like contact and being outside, it's tough. Yeah. An extrovert is tough. At you this know, time and it's, there's nobody to talk to. It's constantly changing. I just went into, you know, the grocery store to pick up a couple of things. And now there's lines on the floor. Hey, so speaking of which. How does that make you feel now? Did you go in the stores when they were like barren with nothing? Uh, see, that's why I purposely didn't. Okay. Because I purposely didn't. I was fortunate enough um, to be in a situation where I didn't have to go in the stores. I had some people bring me some things. Sure. Um, because I didn't mentally. I think that would have that. I, I knew. I knew. I know myself. I'm a grown man. Yeah. I, I, you know, in four years old, I know. You know, I know some. You know, things I. And I didn't want to see that. Yeah, man. Those type of things spark panic. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. I just said, I have to keep myself mentally, you know, scheduled and yeah. going there and seeing empty, empty shelves, especially most of that, unfortunately, was just people. But, you know, you you have to be compassionate for everybody's level of fear. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. And, and you're seeing it. Um, I just like, I'm seeing, you know, you walk into the store, actually, there's lines on the floor now. They're count, you know, some people are in full, you know, geared up gloves yeah, masks yeah, you know it's just yeah. different it's just different times you know you you look and nod at people no one's everyone's standing away yeah you know you used to hug hug somebody everyone oh, say, oh, give a hug yeah. you can't even hug nobody well now. you came you, in this in the house right now yeah, you know normally would have given up and i gotta uncover the elbow sitting, so be careful. Sitting socially distanced you know six to ten feet away from yeah. you so i mean yeah. it's it's times times are just different and we're and i think what's unsettling is we can deal with we can deal with it Sure. But it's just not knowing how long. If that's the thing. And, and and you know, you you just you you hope you hope that people listen to. Like I said, you need the government to shoot you straight, first of all. Sure. But you sure. hope they listen. Yeah. You know, and we have so many different types of people with different. You know, I guess how do you even say it? I mean, different beliefs. Sure. You know, sure. and uh, so some people are taking this more serious than others. Sure. You know. Because some folks I still see are taking plane rides and you know taking oh, no. cheap hotels. Yeah, no, like, I had a, I had doing? a family member you know that was one of those people. Yeah, and I'm like you you know what what are you doing? 
you know, you you flew all the way there to go eat at a, a cheesecake factory. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I just like I said, I mean, it, it's and those type of people, unfortunately, is what's gonna make this go on a lot longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, it's a lot more young folks catching it right now than they originally thought they were because I think a lot of the younger people, like you're some of the ones who weren't taking it serious, yeah. just chilling, doing their thing, going to bars, hanging out, going out for spring break. Yeah. And what it is is, and and yes, they will heal, and and most of them, you know, and thank God they will. Yeah. You know, you don't want anyone to pass from this, but yeah. but unfortunately, if those people catch it and the numbers keep rising, the more fear. As long as these numbers keep rising, people are going to stay scared. Yeah, and the stuff isn't going to open. No, we're not. And so, like I said, it's a virus. The only th- viruses don't move; they're carried. Yeah, we stop moving; they don't move. They don't. They don't get carried nowhere. Yeah, but people don't get that. I mean, that's a key thing. You I mean I need you to say that again? Yeah, I mean, a vi- like I said, a virus doesn't move by itself. It needs a carrier, yeah. and we're the carriers. So if we stop moving, the virus will stop moving, and that's just what it's simple. It's that. It's that two plus two equals four. It's yeah. that easy. Some folks, I think we failed math, and you know, so we got a shot. Yeah, we physics. still got people that think the Earth is flat. Yeah. You know, I mean, I thought we settled that back, you know, in 1492, no. you know what I'm saying? No, and, no. And so it's... <laughs> we need them of them to fall off the edge yeah, because I mean, they ruined it for the rest of us. That's why China was able to knock this out. That's why Korea was able to do things. I mean, unfortunately, without our economy is huge, but we got people, like I said, not getting political. We got people yeah. thinking about their wallets and not, and not safety. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, you know, we should be closing more. You know, things should be closed. Yeah. You know, you sure. people should, you know, and we, maybe we should, like back in the 42, you know, we told what GM Ford, you're making planes and tanks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe we should tell some of those same companies, you're yeah. making ventilators from next month. Yeah. 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 Ventilators you know, and uh, hand sanitizer. And, yeah. Masks I mean, we, we have, we have that capability. We're American. Yeah. You know, we yeah. always brag about how we're the strongest. Brag. Well, then let's, let's show, let's yeah. show it by action now. Now, I just was talking to a medical professional and they were talking about the same thing where mm-hmm. back during Katrina, Budweiser stopped making beer and made bottled water and made bottled water and in some of the cases now they're stopping beer and they're making uh sanitizer and the parts of components for sanitizer and unfortunately it's the private it's this private sector but if if we if they were all told a directive if everyone followed a a national directive for the better good sure i mean now, you, you just think, said you're not going to get political. Now, you went socialist. Yeah. Right now. Come no, on. I'm just saying it's, it's right now you got to be. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you you can't. I mean, otherwise, you, you have or have not. So you said, so you now you said you got on the, the all for one. With, with this. I ain't mad yeah, at you. Yeah. No, but I'm saying for, with this. Yeah. I mean, because this this doesn't care what what color, what, what no. color you are, yeah. what yeah. faith you are, what yeah. political party you are. Yeah. You know, this, if we don't all think is one. Like I said, we all need to, I think, is one and stop moving. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You know, that's it. Have you noticed coming down the street? Now, you're probably a lot more social than I am. So yes. you're more of a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. But I notice people today waving a lot more in in, in speaking. Oh, you know, even though we are socially mm-hmm. distant. But mm-hmm. they're speaking a lot more than I think I've ever seen. Yes. People are start well, people like attention, man. Yeah. People are used to speaking to other people. Sure. I mean, you got to think if. I mean, how many how many millions of what did I say? I think it was fifty four million children are home from school. Yeah, another double that home from work. Sure, those people are used to having conversations all day with other people at work. Yeah, as much as you love your family. Sure, you know you you yeah. you, you know you oh 
another human. Let me yeah, talk to him. But I'm tired of talking video games with my kids. I love my kids to death. No. Sons, if you when you listen to the broadcast, I love you. But I'm not want to talk about no uh, Fortnite no, I get or it. some uh, Overwatch or some GTA or I, you know I, what's I another shooting all. game? Call I, of Duty. Call of Duty. I, I just yeah, no, I played them all. I mean, that's I mean, cool. But Doug, I need some adult conversation. We all, I mean, we all do. I mean, my my daughter, excuse me. My daughter was in the grocery store the other day and saw, like I said, we were in the grocery store and things. Yeah. And she saw one of her classmates just from, you know, down the way. Yeah. Just to see their faces light up just from seeing each yeah. other because they're not, they're not, you know, they're going through it too. Yeah. You know, people, interaction, hugs, yeah. you know, touch, that brings anxiety down. Yeah, Isolation is not good for anyone. Well, you know, it's funny. It's uh, a friend of mine, you know, I get to talking about these mm-hmm. shows and kind of prep them and I kind of live out mm-hmm. the show before it's recorded. And a friend of mine named Julia, she says, you know, you need to have, you know, stay connected to, to mm-hmm. society and, and mm-hmm. stay connected. And I was like, ah, that's a good thing. I added it to the notes. That's one of the things. We have to stay connected. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you like I said, isolation. Then you come, then become desolate. You become depressed. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not set up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we're not set up that way. No, but even folks who swear that they're introverts and they don't like people, oh, they, they still require no, some form of absolutely, people. Right? Absolutely. Everybody. And, you know, to be honest, you know, just from my experience and my young, you know, 40 plus years of life is I see people that say that I yeah. hear people say that, but yeah. you know what? When they're older, they're, they're crotchety. They're yeah. a little angry. Yeah. They're a little upset. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, like I said, we're, we're not designed to be alone all the time. Not all the time. You know, I mean, time. everyone likes their alone time, but you know, I mean, we're not, we're designed for to communicate. Yeah. We're designed to have feelings. Sure. Sure. You know? Um, and so, yeah, right now we're all feeling a little trapped. Yes, we're very fortunate, some of us, to be trapped in better situations than others. Sure. You know, I mean, we could be in a third world country in a hut Dude, right now. For real. You know, but. Or under under a bridge right now in this country with no help. Can exactly. You imagine being under a bridge now with the coronavirus? <sighs> Bro, they'd leave you under that bridge in yeah. this country. No, I mean, and that's. And I think that's what people don't understand. We can't overdo our healthcare system. Yeah, I mean. And then they have to make tough choices. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, I was an EMT. I know that code, Ooh. you know, you, you know, you, you, you don't want to have to may ever have someone have to make that choice where Dude. you get to go in the hospital and get treated and oh. you get to stay out in the tent and, oh. you know, Can best, you imagine? Of luck, best of luck to you. You know, you, Can you imagine getting to that point where they quarantine the house and they mark the house with the, with the, I mean, with those decal that's tags. Why Italy, that's what I'm saying. That's why Italy was going through what they went through. They were having to make those choices and you don't, you don't want to have to do that. And, and so that's why I hope people understand the severity of what we're going through yeah and like i said if if we do then we'll get through this quicker than rather later yeah you know yeah, i just i just man so i'm telling you so as you're listening to the show today i mean guys what are you doing are you staying at home you yeah. know are you are you do you doing anything I, i'm not saying isolate yourself at home no but no you got to be able to do things right a hand sanitizer i got like 15 little bottles of it and i got a gallon up on the on the rack now well, and here's the tip too like if you're not going out you don't need all that stuff no you need to wash your hands and be done yeah you know what i'm saying yeah save your money save your money that's the thing well right now you're listening to the raising men show and i'm your host craig carlisle in studio i got my friend nate webb nate, next segment maybe we'll share people how we know each other, where we come from. Yeah. And we want to be able to help men to become better men, better husbands, better fathers, just better in general, man. Because especially right now, we need to be better because we need each other. And when you're in those lines, be kind to people. Let grace be your guide. You listen to The Raising Men Show, and I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. We'll be right back.
Who you hire as your realtor matters. You need a realtor who looks out for your best interests and not their own. Marie Clark with Allison James Estates is a full-time realtor, specializing in helping first-time homebuyers in Temecula and the surrounding areas. She is also a ministry leader. Today, why don't you choose Marie Clark to buy or sell your next home? Please call 951 265 This is Craig Carlisle, the host of The Raising Men Show, and I'm also an executive producer of the independent feature film Restored Me. It's a powerful, feel-good dramedy that centers around a young man trying to restore his relationship with his young daughter and her mother after his wrongful incarceration. This film speaks to restoring your faith and pushes a bold message of positivity and motivation. The cast includes Gary Owen, Bill Duke, Will Young Lee, Matt Gerald, Richard T. Jones, Malik Yobo, Yancey Arias, and both Casper Smart, just to name a few. Restore It Me is available on over 100 digital markets, including iTunes, Amazon, and on demand from your local cable provider. Buy it, rent it, either way, I'm asking you to watch it. It'll bless your life. You're listening to The Raising Men Show with your host, my dad, Craig Carlisle, on WKBY 1080 AM. And we're right back here, Chatham. Hey. That's what I'm talking about. And if you happen to miss an episode, you can watch us or listen to us on the RaisingMenShow.com. That's T-H-E-R-Z-N-G-M-E-N show.com. So, Nate, we're coming out of the first segment. We were talking about hand sanitizer. We're talking about if you're not going outside, you don't need all that stuff. And that's a great point. I think some folks are bathing in that stuff yeah, right no, now. no. I mean, honestly, if you're in your house with your family, you don't need, and you're not going out, you don't need to wipe everything every five minutes. I mean, some people said just, I mean, look, it's seriously, I'm not, I'm not, but I mean, just use common sense. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, that stuff is for if you're going places. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going anywhere. Sorry, I missed that. Was that you? Oh, it's your phone talking to yeah, you? Yeah, I guess Siri's always listening. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you're not going out nowhere, you know, you don't need 50 things of Clorox. Yeah. Or or 85 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. If you're staying in the I house. Mean, wh- I still don't understand that. I mean, I guess I tried to read some stuff on it. I guess it was fear-based buying. Yeah. But who was the first guy that just said, I need all this toilet paper? Dude, garages and warehouses full? You know, and and the people out there gouging people. Yeah. There's there's karma for you. Yeah, man. It's coming. You no. Know. It's coming. Now, what do you think about those people now who have all that stuff? What are they going to do with it? Can you bring it back to the store no, and return no, it? I mean, I'm glad happens? the stores won't let them return it. So, know? they're just sitting on that stuff Yeah, now. they're just going to be sitting on it for whatever, for Oof. their next freak out. No, I can't do it. You know, no, man. I mean, it's, it's funny, man. We there's no toilet paper at every store. It's like so. Obviously, there's like certain people that just are just. I mean, they just want to spend a lot of time in their bathroom. I Got guess, to, man. and I laugh because you go into the store now. The stuff's just rationing stuff. One package yeah. of what is it, twelve or twenty-four yeah. rolls per person that's in mm-hmm. line. I'm thinking that's serious because that that Vons right around the corner, yep. dude. I went there. I was one of the people that mm-hmm. made a mistake and went on the shutdown day. Mm-hmm. There was no meat. There was no nothing in the meat rack, cold rack. There was mm-hmm. no fries, mm-hmm. no rice, no pasta, no sauce. There were no vegetable cans. I just got some rice today because they restocked the stuff. I mean, now, because like I said, now, especially where we live, sure. everybody went out and bought $500,000 worth of groceries. Yeah. I mean, not everybody had a second fridge, so I still don't know what they did with it all. I don't know. But And these houses out here, I don't know about you, but I got a small kitchen. Yeah. So I, mean, I got a decent size, but man, my yeah. fridge ain't, you know, it's just me and my daughter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want, so look, and plus I'm trying to support, 
some small businesses yes. as a yes. small business myself. Yes. You mean, I got some buddies that own restaurants. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, my heart goes out to them. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, my mom, she's a salon owner. True. Has for 30 years. So what is she doing? Is she able to stay open during no, this time? No, man. Right now, like I said, I mean, even if she's it's one client at a time, you know, one stylist at a time. Mm. I mean, in a, in a salon with, you know, normally... 10 stylists and six manicures when you're just that's you know yeah. you just get one yeah so yeah. it's it's different for everybody you know it's it's not a comfortable feeling yeah um but you got to control your thoughts you got to stay healthy you know yeah. you got to try to get some sleep yep got to try to eat good yep you know you, those there's things that you can control and the things that you can control in times like this is what you should control now speaking of food you hit some two great topics are you cooking more than you? I know you say you have some buddies that own restaurants. So how are you balancing that? And how are you getting the thought of, I just don't feel like cooking today. What the heck? Well, I've always, at least not always, recently I've started cooking a lot more. Sure. Um, just for health reasons. Sure. As a, as a trainer. Um, sure. You know, I found it hard to plan meals. Because like you just said, when you, we were, there was out of chicken. Yeah. There was out of turkey. There yeah. was out of a lot of stuff. So you had to get creative for a minute. Sure. Um. But, you know, now, like I said, things are getting back to normal. I mean, our supply of food didn't run out. It's just the supply chain couldn't handle the demand. Exactly. So now the supply, you know, the supply chain's getting back. You know, like I said, I made, you know, right when I'm done, I'm going home and finish dinner. Yeah. You know, so now I'm cooking at home. And actually, that's, I think, one of the positives of this. We are... <laughs> We eat out way too much. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, and, sometimes and, out of convenience, and sometimes no out of comfort. To the to the to the restaurant owners. Oh yeah, no, no, it's no just, disrespect just, to them. No, I'm just saying crazy. as a culture. Yeah, you know, I mean, no, believe me, everybody should you know go out once, and, you know, go out and have a nice meal at a restaurant. But I'm saying we have you know what we some people just solely just really eat out. Yeah, every day. Yeah, and you know our culture, if you look at it just in general, compared to you know generations past. Sure. You know our waistline is getting thicker. Man. You know, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but no, I'm just cooking at home what I can. I mean, there's still, I've never, there's still fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at a lot of the, the grocery store, and this was kind of sad to see, <laughs> you know, but the cereal, you know, all the cereal and the cookies and all that yeah. ran out way before the vegetables yes, did. It did. Yes, it did. You know, and I yes, mean, there was, did. you know, you had to be selective, but, yeah. you know, there's still stuff. There's still stuff. Yeah, there's still and that's stuff. the sad part. I did see a, uh, a social media post mm -hmm. about the same thing. It's funny how all the healthy stuff is still on the shelf. Yeah. And that was, it's key in point. I saw that at Vons when I was going to the pasta aisle yeah. on that Friday. I couldn't find none of the regular flour-based pastas. I got like, plenty of quinoa still on the shelf. Dude, and all quinoa kind of stuff. Yeah. and some chickpea pasta. Oh, no, dude. I'm with telling you. like 30 and 40 grams of protein, very healthy. There's food. There's yeah. good food. Yeah. I mean, it's just people get, you know, people are selective. Yeah. You know, people, we, we, it's funny. Like you said, you know what America likes. Yeah. But you can't get, you, I guess you can be that way unless you've really been hungry. And I don't think a lot of Americans have really been hungry That's before. True. Because uh, one of my boys was talking about the food. In fact, he was, he's from Africa. Mm -hmm. He just got back before mm -hmm. they closed the borders. He got yes. in him. His, his wife, his wife is from America. And their okay. daughter, of course, is an American. She's mm -hmm. daughter was born in America. And he was just talking about how. We as Americans really aren't hungry. We, we are even with how we shopped. Mm -hmm. We showed how we were gluttonous even then. Showed that capitalistic lifestyle even then. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, how many people are saying every day that we're bored? Oh man, you hear yeah. that from everybody. Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. Just bored. the kids. Bored. Bored. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, but meanwhile, you're bored watching your flat screen with Netflix and a refrigerator full Speak of food of and like, yeah. you know, your video games yeah. and you know, you're, you're, we still got spot. I mean, mute. I mean, how bored? I mean, like I said, look what we're, this is kind of making us really look at ourselves, Man. you know? And I mean, so all that things made that we have and we're used to, it's still not enough. See, and, you, and you've hit another good point. Now, all the stuff that we're crying about being bored with, other third and fourth and 17th world countries don't have not we even have a tenth it. of what we have. Yeah. And even during this time, have we done something cool for someone else during this time that may not have? Mm-hmm. And it's just a friend of mine that's a college student mm-hmm. and they are stuck in the dorms. They mm-hmm. didn't have a place that they wanted to really go and be a part during this time. So they mm-hmm. were able to stay in the dorm. Mm-hmm. So we were actually able to bless them with some, a case of water. Yeah. So we sit, you know, we used, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon and had it yeah. mailed to them because they just weren't able to get out and get what they needed mm-hmm. when they needed it. So it's like, Hey, we just, let's do something cool. Cause that's one of the things as a people, we nearly need to ask ourselves, what are we doing for our families? What are we doing for our community? Mm-hmm. And what are we doing for each other? Because we, we need each other mm-hmm. now more than ever. Exactly. Exactly. You got to lean on your neighbors. Yeah. So during this time, help the help the guys out. I know that some guys like myself have some waistlines that have expanded during this, uh, uh, during this, uh, what do you call this? this what's the cholesterol version? What's that? Uh, oh. The carb season oh, yeah. we're in right carb now? Season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bikini season? Yeah, man. So I'm not trying to, trying to look in like the summertime when it finally lifts and, yeah. and, and look like a bear. Yeah, goes back to the beach and be madhouse. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to be that, that dude, that water buffalo on the beach. So. <laughs> Help some of the guys. What should we be looking to do, even in a quarantine situation? Should we do push-ups? Can we do Well, it's funny, it's funny you bring that up, man, because I was laughing. I was just telling one of my clients today. I was like, it's funny. It takes a world pandemic to get people to start doing push-ups. <laughs> yes, sir. You know? Um, yes, sir. Look, one of the most basic exercises you can do is a push-up. Yeah. You know? But some um, folks can't do a push. No. Let alone look, get up. Look, you can, do it from, you can do it from your knees. You can do it from, and you can put your hands on your couch. Sure. You know, you don't have to get on the floor to do it. Um, just, but you know what? It's really not any, it's not even a specific exercise. Just move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the muscles don't have eyes or ears. They just know movement. Yeah. Just move them. Yeah. You now know. let me ask you the question. So it's, you know, this is a show, guys. And we, mm-hmm. I'm not trying try to be the Howard Stern shock jock of Christian mm-hmm. talk. I'm just saying, there's a lot of guys out there that you already know mm-hmm. have this image of man. I can't do a push up like I used to do when I was 20 because I'm 50, mm-hmm. or I can't do it like I was 15, 18, 21 mm-hmm. because I'm 40. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, you can do the one. You can do the one on your knees and continue to do those or using the couch until you can get the one like you used to do the one when you was 20. Because you can't jump down and probably do 50 push-ups right now. Because if you're 50, unless you've been doing it every day. Yeah, well, even if you were 20, you couldn't do 50 if you weren't doing them every day. Right. You know, um, age is truly just a number. Yeah. You know, I, I know I have some clients that are seven years old that will put some 30-year-olds just in the in the ground. Sure. Um, you know, but like I said, it's just not, it's nothing specific. Just move. Just do it. Yeah. You can't, you can't let your body get... But really, don't let rigor mortis set in. Man, you know, don't if you're sitting. If you're sitting, in, like I said, now unfortunately we have we're told to sit in our or stay at home. Yeah. So the majority of Americans are sitting in their house all day. Yeah. That's not good for your mindset. Yeah. You know, get out, walk. You know, stay social six feet, but just see the sunshine. Get sure. some vitamin D. Sure. You know, that's the best thing you can do. Um, you know, if you really want to work up a sweat, there's other there's other things. Go out for a jog, ride a bike. Yeah. You know, um, get creative or run you around know. your backyard if you have to. You know, if like I said, there's yeah, there's I mean, you could put on YouTube, Google, there's hundreds of workouts. You know, um, there's a lot of things you can do 
Just do something. Yeah. Yeah. Just do something. Now, let me ask you this. Are you doing some stuff on social media now to help people, help guys like us, you know, put a program together? Or if nothing else, if they may be watching you do your workout, is there a way uh, we can watch you and help yes, you? Yes. I'm actually, it's fun. I, man, as we said, with these with these restrictions and everything changing daily, yeah. um, what you didn't have time for before, sure. now you got time for it. You, like I said, you got to adapt. Yeah. So coming up this week of actually um, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna start doing some videos. Okay. I'm gonna start putting together some video workouts, maybe sure. some Instagram live stuff where people can okay. log in and we could all work out together. You know, kind of like what D Nice is doing. With oh their, my gosh, the he's, is he he's not got, killing it he's right now? He's got the world on. Oh, you know, listen to him. Eighty thousand people at one time. That's or more. amazing, man. And so I'm trying to get eight. He got eighty thousand. No, he he's up to like one hundred twenty thousand with Michelle Obama. And, Are you serious? And, and yeah, no, he got he's got celebrities on there shouting out and wow. no, he's. I mean, he went from I think. You know, a couple thousand followers to over a million. So, I mean, you know. Well, how can we help you? Because, you know, would you mind sharing your social media stuff, no, platform? Because, no. especially when you start doing it, we'll definitely, you know, no, forward and post. No, no, absolutely. It's uh, Nate Webb underscore CPT. Uh, and that's it. And on Instagram. Got it. You know, and like I said, just, you know, just send me some messages. I'm going to probably make my profile public True. so more everyone can sign in and just see or just, yeah. you know, log in and check it out. Yeah. Um, because you just want to help people, you know, and on and, and a lot of people right now are, you know, you just you just need something. Yeah. You just need some positivity, you know. And when yeah. you exercise, it's impossible not to feel better about yourself. That's it's impossible. It's a little, it's scientifically impossible. Endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, all those things are released in your body. Yeah. That's one of the coolest parts about my job. Yeah. I make people do crazy stuff, but they're smiling at me the whole time. Yeah, no, I heard about you. In fact, my, my trainer I used to have back in the day, well, not back in the last mm. year, Taylor, he was like a killer, man. He's my age, mm-hmm. and so okay, I'm older than him. So Taylor, I ain't trying to shout you out in terms yeah. of how old you are, but he's he's my age, so he understood what it take for a 50 year old dude like myself mm-hmm. to really kind of be mm-hmm. on, on thing. But I want to make sure you guys are always helping people like us do better with more, do less with more, and do mm-hmm. more with less. Again, you're listening to the Raising Men Show, and I'm your host Craig Carlisle in studio right now. I got Nate Webb, personal trainer. So be looking for him on Instagram as well for. We need to be all coming together with what we're doing. On our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about health and keeping our minds quarantined during this time. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. My name is Eric Tomlinson with the Tomlinson Group at Rancon Real Estate, where we design the sale of your home around you. With our nationwide network of agents, you and your family are at the center of every decision, conversation, and step of the journey to your next home. From hello to congratulations, selling your home with the Tomlinson Group at Rancon Real Estate is designed to both learn and surpass your expectations. Call me today at 951-970-6727 so we at the Tomlinson Group can begin surpassing your expectations today. We want to work for you. How do you avoid pitfalls that will disrupt your life? My office is very good with helping families protecting assets, building wealth, college flexible plans, tax-free retirement, and so much more. I am John Treese Wells with Royal Financial Group, licensed to help million-dollar families, businesses, and everyone in between. You can contact me at 951-757-4202. Or email me at jw.nofamilyleftbehind at gmail.com. I'm about your family. You're listening to The Raising Men Show with your host, my dad, Craig Carlo, on WKBY 1080 AM. Last uh, segment together. 
Yes. So, Nate, tell me, did you share with people how we actually know each other? Because I don't think people really understand how well, close the world really is. Yeah, no. Um, you said your father and my grandfather are best friends. Yeah. I mean, brothers in the same. I mean, they're basically blood. I mean, they're they're the closest, you know, two men can be. Yeah. Um, your father was actually there watching my dad it, get me born. Yeah. yeah. Um, we found through a mutual friend um we connected shoot about six months ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh through me and just realized just kind of like you know hey is this person this person and uh it's crazy now that we live on the same street yeah you know yeah. um in an area that you know not you know you know we're you know not a lot of us over here yeah you know <laughs> so you. so no man it's it's uh it's very cool uh it means a lot to my grandfather that we have connected yeah um because like i said when your dad passed you know he he spoke at your father's yeah. funeral yeah you know um yeah he he considered them family you know our my grandmother and your mother yep. best were, friends. were best friends yep um yep you know you knew me even though we formally introduced like someone but you knew of me for yeah. my whole my whole entire life well yeah i remember being yeah. in your house when you was an infant exactly i mean yeah. you you blew my mind when you told me you know the color of my grandfather's rug oh yeah you know in the oh, house yeah. and the fish tank and oh, all yeah. that all the, um, all the giraffes that your grandma yes, oh my see, gosh i mean yeah. the most intimate details you know and that's like i said i still get goosebumps when i hear that yeah you know it's it's very rare and special yeah. um that that you know kind of came full circle sure and there's this crazy thing but people really don't understand is that when you're going through life and you kind of get separated from people because mm-hmm. we have disconnections with family with friends mm-hmm. we just we kind of go our own way mm-hmm. for sometimes and sometimes just things fall apart but sometimes you just can't treat people like trash because imagine if I had come back in connection with you had been a total dork right and been really really yeah you know a not a nice person yeah and then we realized that we really knew each other you'd have been like who in the world is this guy? Yeah, no. I mean, I always treat people with, just like you said, man. Some of these rules, you know, it's funny you bring that up. Some of these rules, maybe this is the positive coming, uh, you know, positive they'll come out of this negative, yeah. this coronavirus. Is, yeah. Look, a lot of this stuff that we should have been doing, oh, treating yeah. people nice, yeah. you know, yearning for attention, oh, you know, yeah. yearning for attention, yeah. you know, go, washing your hands. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, come on. I mean, like, these yeah. are things that we learned in, in preschool and kindergarten. Well, our, our moms and grandmas used to tell us, saying, wash your hands, yeah. don't, put, don't touch your face, don't put yes. your finger in the mouth, I mean, wash your hands. These are things that, you know, um, that we've, so now we're just being reminded, you yeah. know, brutally reminded, yeah. um, you know, but we've lacked, maybe this is bringing the connection home. This is slowing us down a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe Mother Earth, you know, she... She had enough of us, you know, <laughs> polluting her. She's like, you know, we'll slow down. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to slow down. Go back in your house for sure. a little bit. And, um, yeah. you know, hopefully it's just not too long, man, because it's, it's rough out there. Well, my th- my hope for all the guys that are listening is that, you know, don't change your life for the short term, thinking that we're going through a drive through virus. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is might end up being a seven-course meal mm-hmm. of a virus that we have to kind of sit through. And, and, and grind through and just I'm not saying we have to enjoy like you would no. want to enjoy a seven course meal yes. but when you sit down at a seven course meal at a fine dining restaurant it's an event it's it's something that takes time and when you end a meal like that you actually kind of remember what that was about and you kind of have a memory with a with an entree or a portion mm-hmm. that came through so like you're mentioning there's some primary and secondary things that are happening with this that we should be taking away like how are we treating our kids how are we speaking mm-hmm. to each other because man can you imagine 
if you didn't have a good relationship with your kids right now and being stuck no, with them in the no, house? No, there's some people in this country right now, they're stuck in their, their house with, you know, their their abusive ex or, oh. or their kids that don't like them yeah. or, you know, I, you know, you don't have to say you, you feel sorry for it. You know, you don't want to say their situation is what they made it. But no, you, you it's tough for a lot of people yeah. in so many different ways. And you and you have to respect everybody's feelings right now and comfort level. Sure. I mean, because some people will want 10 feet of space. Some people don't want to talk to you. Some people, you know, you're finding out, you know, I got certain clients to do different things. You yeah. know, you're finding out a lot about people right yeah. now. And so, yeah, you know, to tough times, you test character. Man. You know, um, but like I said, just don't make, you know, a good quote that, you know, I was told a little while ago is, you know, don't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings. Yes, sir. You know, and that's right it. now everything is hopefully is temporary. Sure. So you know that's what I'm saying. Just go with the flow and don't don't be permanent. Yeah, you, know? you have to be flexible. And that's one thing I think you've definitely hit home several times. And the whole moving around, you have to be flexible. Because myself, I'm like you, where I don't like change. Yeah. But for me to say that, I've realized, and I'm sure yeah. with you, that change has been one of the constants in our lives. You yeah. know, whether it has been for the good or for the bad, and it's just one of those things where we just gotta. Just got to adjust. And the faster we adjust our mind to mm-hmm. it and quarantine our thoughts and make ourselves understand that that's just for this moment mm-hmm. and it can't change me for the negative, the better we're going to be. True. You know, True. especially as, as kids right now, as I know your daughter and my son, Evan, go to school together. Yes. Yes, they do. And just for the standpoint, you go, man, to have not those two have never met. Yeah. And we hadn't seen each other in probably I want to say the 40 years, but probably 30, yeah, 39 no, years. Yeah, man. You Not know. as men. You saw me as a, as, yeah. a, as a baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's been a lot of time. But now imagine if this, now, now we're not trying to speak this thing yeah. into existence to be yeah. a long time, but you can imagine living in these homes. Our kids don't see each other for a year and they're three minutes on the block. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Oh. This is why you got to stay connected. This is why, this is why, you know, look how many people all of a sudden are on Zoom man. and doing all kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. You got to stay connected. I mean, otherwise, isolation, man, well, you can't turn into all a bunch of hermits. Man, house party, too. Uh, Ellen and his yeah. crew, Brandon, all them on yeah. the house party app. And yeah. I'm not advocating certain apps. On the, so I may mention an app or two or social media on here. I'm on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're on house party, too. And they're great tools to be using positively. Yeah. I mean, really, we're, 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 it's a blessing and a curse. Man. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We're yeah. relying on it, but then we're fortunate right now that if you didn't have that, oh. we'd be very isolated. Dude, with the kids. We, okay. We would be very isolated. Our kids would be able to go to school. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be able to communicate with each other. I mean, we'd be floating pigeons and writing letters, Pretty I guess. Much. But Pretty much. I know a lot of parents are upset, and, they, and I work for, you know, a router company where mm-hmm. we do a lot of um, parental controls, mm-hmm. right? And we make sure that people or kids are on the internet when yeah. they're supposed to be in whatever, whatever. But here's the thing. I just realized yesterday mm-hmm. when I'm trying to kind of turn up the get back in yeah. order, get back in line yeah. kind of thing that if our kids didn't really have these online games right now to game with some of their friends or most of their friends, yeah. some of these kids would be lost and they would lose that connection because I can't, I can't keep them together by bringing them by the house. No, no. I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's different for everybody. Yeah, You know, it's you almost... And, you know, kind of talking on that, it's almost like I, you feel bad for the kids a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it, even like, the, you know, the elderly too. But oh, I think they're able to handle it. I think the elderly and the children sure. have it. There's no one that has it the best. No. no but no. the kids have the tools and they're not old enough to really know 
too much of a difference. Sure. And the elderly, like for example, my, you know, my grandparents. Sure. He not, I, he, he's I not asked, on he's not on PS4. No, I mean, I asked him how he was doing. Look, their lives, honestly, and I've talked to a few other people, sure. haven't changed that much. I mean, they weren't going out too much before. Sure. And now, you know, the neighbors and people are getting to like, drop off some groceries. Sure. But the children are being taken care of by the parents. Yep. The elderly, most of most of the elderly, you know, there's a few of those tough times, but like I said, sure. my grandpa, they got pensions. Sure. You know, they got they, they get order food, DoorDash. Sure. sure. You know. It's, we're the ones that yeah. are feeling the, you know, because we're taking care of just them, sure. the kids, and we got to take care of the bill, you know, everything else. Or we should be, because you hit on a huge point. If you're out there, man, listening to the show, if you're not taking care of the people who you're supposed to be taking care of, right? If you're a derelict father mm-hmm. or if you're a derelict son, yeah. and you know you got some folks out here who need you to take care of your own children. I mean, yeah. where you are with your alimony payments, where you are with your child support payments, where, yeah. you know, where are you with dropping off groceries, calling on the elderly and finding yeah. out, are you okay? Are you still out there? Now, yeah. granted, I get it. Some of us aren't in relationship or in community with everybody that they once knew. I mm-hmm. get it. That makes sense. Like you can't be everybody's friend no more, right? You can't mm-hmm. be everybody's mm-hmm. family no more. But what we need to do is for those who were friend, we need, if you're my friend, then I'm going to be there for you. So, Nate, if you needed something, I need to mess. why I checked on you last week. Do you need something? Let me know. Because, yeah. yeah, I got an extra bag of rice. You need something? I got I got a meal I can I can put out at the door for you to a yeah. contact no, drop-off. Yeah, as I'm saying, it's community, man. I had a client drop off some. Uh, they're doing a lot of gift, like a lot of boxes of fresh fruits and vegetables. Sure. Yeah. She's like, I don't need all this. Why yeah. don't you have some? Sure. I mean, you got a lot of community out there that's that's, that's going to take care of it's going to take care of each other. That's some of the good you're seeing out of all this. Well, we got to reflect good. Because if you're a person that did some somebody dirty and you wonder why they don't take your call yeah. and you wonder why they don't reply to your text mm-hmm. and you've done somebody's just straight, just right mm-hmm. down nasty. Yeah. You know what? And I'm okay. And I understand, you know, we in this show, I, I don't want to wish ill on anybody. But doggone it, if you've done somebody dirty, you better go back and apologize for what yeah. you did. Because it's a cold place for a hot time that you're going to have if you don't get that thing right. And, and I'm not saying that you're going to be best friends anymore. Because mm-hmm. I have some folks that I'm not in a community with where I, I've forgiven them on the inside mm-hmm. and I don't want nothing to do with them on the outside. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make me a bad person and they don't put me in any type of violation of the Christian law. I'm just mm-hmm. saying because the law is gone. Mm-hmm. We live it under grace. So I don't have to be in their presence. Mm-hmm. You know, saying to, to love them. Mm-hmm. I can love them from a long way away. And that's safer right now, actually. It is. <laughs> it that's is. safer right now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have some folks that you know you should get right with, then get right. But if you have some folks that you need to stay with, continue your social discipline. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's just stay home, man. Stay safe. Listen, you know, listen to, listen to, to, <laughs> listen nice. to doctors. Yeah, listen to doctors with, yeah. you know, stethoscopes around their necks, not yeah. people with suits and ties on. You know? No. You know, listen, no. like, you know, really, like, listen to people with PhDs and degrees and, you know, in science. Yeah, not <laughs> in some yeah, other stuff. Not, not, some... In, not in politics, you know, not, in, you know, political science. No. Real science. Yes. Yeah. You know, let those people, you know, and if it's not coming out of their mouth, then, you know, <laughs> like I said, you know, question... Don't question everything. Those people all question everything. I mean, you always want to question things because you yeah. always want to keep learning. Sure. But, you know, sometimes people are telling you things for a reason. Yeah. Listen. You know? Oh, listen. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you for being out here, Sean. Will you come back again? Yes, absolutely, man. Now, Thanks for having me. No problem. Now, please. Now, when we go live, I'll make sure with the social media, send me your 
your social media again on Instagram. I'll post that on our site. And anybody else, you know, Taylor, as you, I'm shouting you out as well. Send me your information because we need to work together. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying because every it, these communities are small, and and we have a chance, probably like no other opportunity and chance we've seen in generations past, where we're only going to be connected via electronics for a long time. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be this is not going to. I mean, regardless of what you may be hearing, this ain't going to be over in two weeks. No, but even when it's over, these things, these habits, these new tools that we mm-hmm. put in place. I don't know. Have you done videos of your workouts before? I have rarely. It's, 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 it's something that's, you know, I have, but this, it's like, it's, I love being, I love being there though. Sure. I love the personal part sure. of training, sure. personal trainer, sure. you know? So no, I, I do work with people on vacation, but now it's going to be different. Yeah. You know, you, you have to do things different. You have to adjust, like you oh, said, yeah. flexible, adjust. Yeah. These are words that should be coming out of your mouth all the time. But even you being a trainer, you need your client yeah. to be flexible. Absolutely. And I'm sure you make them folks stretch. And make sure that they yeah. don't hurt themselves yeah. as they're doing exercise. First. Safety first. And that's, man, I mean, that's what we need to do, you yeah. know. And um, I'm trying to put together some things. Uh, we're working with talking with Alan a lot of it. We're about, we may do some some men's kind of talk where we do a house party kind of yeah. app. But we're just a bunch of guys just talking about life and just, just talking. And I don't just know, maybe we'll do a man. Yeah. Communication. It's good. Yeah. It's and, communication. And maybe some nights we'll do a study. Sometimes we won't. Yeah. But right we on, need to man. do something. Well, thanks right. for having me, my No man. problem. No problem. And you're listening to the Raising Men Show, my in-studio guest, Nate Webb. Known this guy since he was wearing diapers way. What yep. do they say? We go back like Cadillac yeah. seats. Huh? Yeah, there you go. Right on. <laughs> All right. Well, again, you're listening to us on WKBY 1080 AM out of Channel, Virginia, and also on TheRaisingMenShow.com. Take care, y'all. Hey, everyone. My name is Eric Tomlinson with the Tomlinson Group at Rancon Real Estate, where we design the sale of your home around you. With our nationwide network of agents, you and your family are at the center of every decision, conversation, and step of the journey to your next home. From hello to congratulations, selling your home with the Tomlinson Group at Rancon Real Estate is designed to both learn and surpass your expectations. Call me today at 951-970-6727 so we at the Tomlinson Group can begin surpassing your expectations today. We want to work for you. How do you avoid pitfalls that will disrupt your life? My office is very good with helping families protecting assets, building wealth, college flexible plans, tax-free retirement, and so much more. I am John Treese Wells with Royal Financial Group, licensed to help million-dollar families, businesses, and everyone in between. You can contact me at 951-757-4202. Or email me at jw.nofamilyleftbehind at gmail.com. I'm about your family. You're listening to The Raising Men Show with your host, my dad, Craig Carlo, on WKBY 1080 AM. And we're back for the last segment. I really enjoyed having Nate in the studio with me. He's gone now, but I tell you what, he'll be back. He'll be back. And again, it's just really odd and to really find out how we came across and reconnected over the years and never really knew. So as we close out this particular first week of this series, and the Lord's given me an opportunity to really connect with some men and, and who are fathers and from diverse backgrounds. I mean, not everybody's going to be the same. Not everybody's going to be from the same place and have the same philosophical belief system. But at the same time, I think it's very awesome that we can really show how we come together as people, as as fathers and we're 
that's what's really common amongst all of us is that we are in this, you know, quarantine and this pandemic together. We're trying to make sure that we're doing the right thing and being men. And it's, it's constant reminder that we don't have to all be the same, but we we have a commonality and a goal. Made it shared too that we're we come across all different places and sizes in this pandemic. Doesn't really care where you're from, what your social economic structure or space is. <clears throat> Doesn't care what color you are or who your parents are or how much money you think you have or don't have and doesn't really even care where you live what country place community or not it's it's out there and if we're not being wise with who we are and with the you know using the wisdom we're going to be stuck we're going to find ourselves at a hospital somewhere or off in a corner somewhere hurting getting infecting other people causing hurt on other people and our family and kids, guys, we really need to pay attention to what we're doing. So this series, again, I'm not sure how long we're going to run it. I don't plan for it to run as long as we're on quarantine. But I want to, I do believe that the Lord's got us doing this thing for a reason. And we're talking about quarantining our thoughts. Because as, as we're in a place by ourselves, with ourselves, for ourselves, dealing with ourselves, it's, it's a space that we're really really having to do some serious thinking or because our thoughts are going to be wanting to run wild from us one wanting to kind of have its own way wanting to have its own time wanting to spin up on its own and we have to really be mindful that we've got to quarantine those things we've got to take those thoughts captive and we didn't read scripture at the beginning because you know raising men show we we talk real talk about real life and and then we we had some real talk in the first three parts of the show and i wanted to really kind of wrap things up with some scripture basis so lord's got me on second corinthians uh 10 5 and in in really is the basis for this and it it's a scripture i want to think a lot of us have heard before and you know maybe we we really like it maybe we don't maybe we apply it to our life maybe we don't but it, it reads this way and we're going to read it for the new american standard version it says we are destroying speculations and Every kind of lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And if you've listened to the show at any point, or if, even if you're new to the show, I'm very excited for either case. But I'm a word person. I believe in going and looking at the history and what these words actually mean and what they are in the Greek or the Hebrew and depending on the connotation and the place where it's coming from. I want to see where this is really coming from. One of the things I thought was very interesting in here is that the, the phrase take captive, I'm oh, sorry, we are, um, let me go back in here. Oh yeah, we are taking and captive, it's the same word. So though we might not think of it as we are taking and the word captive being the same thing, but they have the same root, the same exact word that's dealing with captivity, with possession, with lockdown, with quarantining with with taking possession and taking hold of and i think it's really awesome when you really think about it remember that in english our words are different they're flat they don't have any they don't have an emotional draw to them we have to really kind of give them an emotional push by how we say them or using so many other words to define what we're really saying but here in in the language of the day here these words mean that to lead away captive or being a metaphor to capture one's mind or to captivate. And that's really what we're talking about here is, is taking thoughts captive and making them do what they're supposed to do, which is sit still in a space 
of however large we give it. And that's really where we are, what we find ourselves right now in this quarantine situation. And some cities are more quarantined than others. And, you know, in the U.S., we're not talking about martial law at the moment. But, and I'm not even trying to say it's coming. I'm just saying that we're giving the directive, the, the law of the land, our leaders in government are saying that we don't need to go out anywhere unless we really need to go somewhere as an emergency. I'm going out to get some essential service. I went to the post office today. I had to mail off a, you know, a letter and I had to get it out. It was essential for me to get there. So the post office was, was open, but it had those lines and we're coming to become accustomed to in the middle of the, of the room. They were marked off six feet apart. I haven't been back to the supermarket yet, but I understand the supermarket right around the corner from my house, place where I shop very often. It's got the lines on the floor were marked to be six feet apart. And I don't know who came up with the six foot rule and, you know, I have no idea, but whatever that case is, we need to pay attention to that. It's it's not a game. It's not a joke in this time that we're in. And I'm not one of these, oh my goodness, the sky is falling kind of guys, but I would know that if... I don't put myself in harm's way, then harm's not going to necessarily come to me unnecessarily. And I and I know I get it that, you know, if God's plan is for me to die at some hand, whether it be coronavirus or whatever, my time is going to come however my time has come. But I don't need to shorten my time by putting myself in, in situations and instances where it doesn't make sense for me to be. And that's where some of us are finding ourselves right now. We need to ask ourselves, what are we really doing to keep ourselves protected? Are we taking the proper precautions versus are we dealing with the insanity of being over the top and being really dealing with too many things that really aren't there? We need to, and I know we spoke last week about, we need to live in the what is and not the what if. I know I got that saying from John Hansen, uh, pastor of Centerpoint Church, and so I find that from one of his messages years ago that it's still true today that we need to make sure we do that and not get up into the speculation. Nate talked about in our first couple of segments about how there's so much media out there, there's so much noise out there, that's all it's talking about. We talked about this when Kobe Bryant and the other people died in the helicopter crash. That's all we talked about for days. And here we are now with no sports and people are regurgitating the same topics and we're trying to move on and try to plan about NFL free agency. And we're trying to talk about what baseball is going to do and talk about, you know, other situations with quarterbacks going here, quarterbacks going there. And where are we going to go when the season really does get started? But that's just sensationalism. And of course, some other people's favorite topic is who's got Corona next? What's COVID-19 doing? How many more people in my city? But we have to be reminded that we can't sit back every moment of of every day consumed with wondering where we are right now. We've got to we've got to quarantine our thoughts just like we're captive in this space and we're only going out for essential services. We need to make sure that our mind is on essential things, just the essential things that are good. So we got to make sure that we don't let our minds stay on unhealthy topics. We can't let our minds run wild on things to make us wonder what if this happens. I'm not saying we're not saying that you shouldn't take precautions and that you shouldn't do things to prepare yourself in case something happens. But we can't live in a bunker in a bombshell somewhere, bomb shelter somewhere all day, every day. We've got to have community. We need to connect with our our brothers and sisters that are out there. We need to connect with the people who we socialize with that are in our community. We can't become reclusive and afraid of our own shadow. 
Yeah, I've had those moments when I've gone out or I've thought about going out to the store and I've sat in the parking lot of a Walmart thinking, okay, maybe I, sh- I need to get these supplies, but do I really not need to, to get these supplies? Is now the right time? And you begin to, my mind began to kind of circle and swirl and expand upon an idea and a concept, especially when I saw a gentleman coming out of Walmart wearing his version of a medical mask, breathing mask. And he had a, a latex gloves on his hands. He had long sleeves and he was bundled up. I'm not saying it wasn't chilly enough to have been wearing that kind of stuff. But when you see it, it's no longer something that's just talked about in some other people's city. It's in my city. And it's coming to some of your cities. I talked to um, uh, Reverend Catherine Harvell, and, Patrick, and she was talking about on her sister's set of her sisters. I remember she, she said that you know, that your city had its first case in Chatham, a person who had COVID-19. And I would imagine by the time this show airs, this could have been maybe one or two more. And I, I remember replying to her that, hey, I'm very thankful that at least you, your city is just now getting around to it versus being an epicenter of such mass sickness and disease. So I'm hoping that we all begin to change the channel, change the narrative and, and turn our minds over to some things that are better. Nate gave us some great ideas today that we need to get up, get some exercise. We need to move around, do something. And I tell my boys all the time, we need to clean up. Not just our homes and our bathrooms, we need to clean up our thoughts, our diet, our relationships, parents, especially the relationships with your children because they're with us every day, especially if you work from home like I do. If you had a national relationship with your children, Right now, it's not the time just to let it go. We need to change our situation right now. And we need to get ready for life because I'm talking about life after quarantine. Plan that business. Get that witty idea going. Write the book, blog, or journal, and pray. And most of all, we need to stay ready. And when we get ready to stay ready, we need to take advantage of the quiet time we have now to be prepared for what's next because trouble's not going to last always like my Uncle Elder Henry Page used to say wise man we need to be ready we need to quarantine our thoughts again you're listening to the raising men show and i hope you've enjoyed this series is quarantine our mind how are we going to quarantine our mind and thoughts over this time not just for now but for for days and time to come we'll see you all next week with another episode of the raising men show wkby 1080 am we keep blessing you